Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. When she's finally reached her goal, when she rates some private space, when he launches his new toy, when she's second in a race, this is the time for a little tickle. That's why FTD created the Tickler Bouquet. It's an inexpensive way to say... You deserve it. Bon voyage. You're first with me. Now, don't you know someone who deserves a little tickle? Yeah. All right, it is 6.43 right now, Grego. And if it's 6.43, that can mean two things and two things only. Huh? One, that we've got about a minute this segment. <laughs> and the other, that it's time for... Backspot. Yeah, yeah. We temporarily suspend any and all telephone operations and turn our attention now to missives and communiques received by the miracle of the facsimile machine. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Hello, folks. Gustav here. I just wanted to add this note to this episode at the start to explain a couple of things. When we recorded this session, we had some recording difficulties where I lost an entire track of audio, and the only way you could hear my track was actually in the background of Ty and Heavy's tracks. I tried to fix that on the previous two episodes with varying degrees of success. So after a lot of negative feedback from our loyal listeners, I actually went in and for the most part redubbed all of my words onto this episode for you. There's a couple of spots I didn't because of we were talking over each other, so every once in a while it'll be like I sound like I'm in a well. But overall, I've tried to go back and faithfully recreate it with tone and inflection, but it still sounds like back in Kung Fu theater at times when we were kids. Anyway, it's a great episode. I hope you enjoy it. I laughed while I was <laughs> editing it, and I will probably go back and listen to it myself again and again because Ty is in rare form. So sit back and relax and buckle up for a lot of screen talking Ty. Thanks. play hit that play button Woo! all right ty's hungry you need to feed him um (laughs) it ain't sounding good what do you want amount of peanut butter which is a sin how can you ever be out of peanut butter I, i don't know i forgot to put it on the list hit me with that chunky I don't do chunky. I do creamy. You have a specific brand? Of course he does. What kind of question is that? I like the Costco. 
I, the the generic brands have gotten just as good as because uh, I grew up on a uh, Peter Pan peanut butter. Y'all did Jeff, didn't you, or Skippy? What'd y'all do? I don't know. I didn't eat peanut butter sandwiches. Hell, I still don't. You're a weird man. I know, I know. Look, we established that I don't fit into your food world a long time ago. Man, is there any kind of sandwich you would eat as a kid? Just a ham sandwich. I'll eat a ham sandwich. Probably don't eat bologna, do you? I did when I was a kid. Okay. I'll eat it fried now. I'll be. I mean, I, I don't want to eat lips and assholes. I like bologna sandwiches. Look, I, I eat ham. Uh, if you got turkey, I'll eat a turkey sandwich. I mean, do I do I really need to go through and list all the sandwiches that I'll eat? Um, tuna fish. All right. So uh, here's how I make my tuna fish sandwich. Okay. Here's where I issue a trigger warning because. Pretty much all of our listeners are going to just throw their headphones down in disgust. All I put in it is sweet relish. No mayonnaise. Fuck no, no mayonnaise. And what? Tuna fish. Woo, gotta hit it with that mayo. Nope, just sweet relish. That's... I like mine with the real mayo and the dill relish. I don't do, I don't do sweet relish. You're pretty bare in there, brother. I look for some saltines or anything. Yeah. Ritz. No crackers, no chips. Well, you need to hit the Safeway. Yeah. Hey, there's some cupcakes on the counter in there. No, I ain't doing sweets right now. I will never, ever eat egg salad, obviously. Missing out. Chicken salad? No. No chicken salad. No? No, because I don't want that nasty-ass mayonnaise. You're missing out on so much with that no mayo bullshit. And And he doesn't eat peanut butter sandwiches. No? No. Peanut butter and honey? Nope. Peanut butter peanut hey. butter and banana. We should hold him down and Ooh. shove a peanut butter and banana sandwich. I'll tell you right now, I'll either kill you trying or I'll die fighting you. How about peanut how about a little peanut butter and mayo? There you go. Peanut butter, mayo, and banana sandwich. The aftermath of that, it would look like Jonestown. We'd all be dead. <laughs> peanut butter, mayo, and egg. Ooh. Again. We would all die. You don't like eggs? No, no. I mean, I eat three fried eggs every morning. Okay, mark that. He eats three eggs every morning. Okay. With that flimsy bacon. With that wonderful, thick, malleable, soft bacon like God intended us to eat. All right, I like the bacon. I can do that. Grisly, flimsy, raw bacon. There's no gristle. I mean, it's like meat candy. Pure, delicious meat candy. Yeah. A couple of pieces of plain white toast. Baird's? Of course. I don't buy any bread other than just Mrs. Baird's. And on the eggs, I either put regular traditional Cholula. You in a sunbeam, man? No, not unless I'm somewhere where somebody just has sunbeam and no Mrs. Baird's. And then to mix it up, if I don't eat the regular Cholula... I get the jalapeno green Cholula, which you've adopted here lately. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. I don't like the regular Cholula as much. My favorite on the regular is the Louisiana. Yes. But I like the green Cholula. And what I've taken to doing here lately is 
crumble up a fistful of salsa verde Doritos and make myself a little amigas. Oh, look at you. Look at you. I like it runny. Yeah. I like the runny if it's on a burger, but not just straight runny. Uh, I like a soft Have y'all had that uh, Hernandez green salsa? Ooh, yeah, I got some of that at the house right now. It's like it's a tomatillo base, I guess. I think there's a guacamole one, too. The tomatillo is the shiz. Boy, that's The guacamole is good, too. I don't like guacamole. But the tomatillo is where it's at. Man. I don't eat avocados. Jeez. Don't eat avocado. All right. Well, I guess this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast that's one guy who's absolutely right about food and two guys who obviously aren't. Well, you take a tomato, slice it up, slather a little mayo on it, a little salt and pepper, and that's all you need. Yep. Now, if you cut the mayo out and have your salt and pepper on your slices of heirloom tomatoes that you grew in your garden, then you are absolutely correct. Have you ever... But lately, I've been having a lot of problems with pollinating my tomato plants. Have you ever had it with the slathered mayo? You don't even know. So it's not just a conspiracy theory, huh? (laughs) Oh, no, it is not a conspiracy theory. My tomatoes have been having trouble the last couple of years. Mayo? Have you put up any boxes? I have not put up any boxes, but I've also been trying to find a place that you could buy an actual bumblebee queen, which I hadn't yet. You don't even need those. You need those small wasps. Well, yeah, I got no shortage of wasps. Well, I mean, not even... I'm talking about the little wasps that are good, that are that you want in your garden, because they eat aphids and that kind of shit. I'd like to improve my bumblebee population. She, you should get into beekeeping. Don't worry, I'm still looking at, into it. I just don't have the time to get started right now. You've you got to get nothing. into that mayo. You've got nothing but time. You make time for the things that are important to you. Like guys. mayo. Thanks for that w- little nugget of wisdom. Have you had mayo on a tomato? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. A better question is what haven't you had mayo on? Um, have you done? Have you ever done mayo and peanut butter? No. Have you ever used mayo during sex? No. Have you ever had sex? Yes. Have you ever had mayo? Yes. Well, you're halfway there. There you go. Right, just got to meet in the middle somewhere. Well, I'm Gustav Monteblanc. I'm Ty Webb. And I am the one and only, America's favorite, Heavy Longmire. I, I miss when you used to put a little extra, a little, little something new each week. Yeah, what did you back off for? We scare you off on that? I, I, I guess I ran out of stuff. No, I guess I ran out of stuff. I don't know, man. I, I miss when you used to put a little extra, a little, little something new each week. I'm at TyWeb3000. And I am at Heavy Longmire. The show Twitter account is at CanYouHearMePod. And the show email is CanYouHearMePod at gmail.com. The show website is CanYouHearMePod.com. I guess we have an Instagram at CanYouHearMePod, but I really haven't been posting much here lately. Yeah, be gramming. I need to try to do better, but I'm not really a grammar, you know? I'm not on the gram. You Nelly? I'm, I'm not a grammar. Well, I want to hear about this uh, romantic endeavor. All right. Well, it's hard to follow the shit story, but... That can be heard on the previous episode if you missed out. I'll give it a try. I had 
I told you I was thinking about this on the drive over, and I don't think I've ever told you all this story. So if I have, stop me or pretend like you hadn't heard it and don't stop me. But there were, I mean, you know, I'm known for being romantic, right? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody absolutely. knows that. I mean, yeah, I mean, romantic is the first word I think of right after handsome. Big romantic guy over here. Well, I had a couple of times where my efforts at romanticism went wrong. Oh, no. Say it isn't so. And they were both similar, similar MO. Okay. Both ended up going shitty, but for different reasons. Okay. Can I ask a question real quick? Go on. Have you ever been friend-zoned? Because... I don't see you as the type of gentleman caller that gets friend zone. You mean like where she says, hey, let's just be friends? Or, or, or where a friend steps in? No, I mean where you get put in the friend zone. So he's so unfamiliar with it that he doesn't even know the, the term. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah. Explain to me this friend zone situation. Well, like this is what happened to young Gustav back in the day. There's a young lady that you are interested in. And you're friendly with, but it's clear that she just wants to be friends with you and doesn't even you know, consider you part of the dating pool. No. No. Never happened. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that Ty Webb is not the type of man that gets friend zone. That's not what we're dealing here, right? Now, I have had several romantic interests that we continued to be friends right. after... That's happened several times. No, that's not what we're talking about. Okay. No, you you never even get the opportunity to be romantic. You just get, oh, I'm so lucky to have you as a friend. Meanwhile, she's banging some three-time convicted felon. No, I I have very few females that utter the sentence, I'm glad to have you in my life. So that I don't get to that point. Okay, so... These both, these two instances, which are similar yet different, both happened within about a nine-month stretch. How old were you? I was uh, early to mid-twenties. Okay. I was uh, living up there in the barn party area. Okay. And sowing my oats a little bit. Right. Looking for love. In all the wrong places. Out and about. Out and about. Right. Let's all note, at this time, he is... In my prime. In my prime. He's working out all the time. He's guns out with the lawman. In my prime. Lifting heavy. Yep. Sleeveless shirts are a common fashion choice for him. Right. Just, just, Just out of the hayfield. Right. Sleeves optional. And he damn sure wasn't wearing any small size t-shirt back then. Yeah. Wasn't rocking the medium. Yeah. So the first, I'm trying to think of which one happened first. All right, I think I know which one happened first. So out and about, heavily romantic, trying to sweep all these ladies off their feet, you know, doing my best. Not attached. Was this the early 2000s when yep, we were running yep, yep, together? Yep, okay. yep. Running and gunning. Running, okay. Back in the running and gunning. Back in the UNLV days. Right. Jay Cranfield. On a uh, production side note, Mr. Cranfield 
would like to come back and record with us when he gets a chance, but he was unable to attend tonight's session. All right, continue. Come on, Jay. Now Jay's gotten all big time. He he may not be. Last I checked, he's on like 15 different podcasts now. Yeah, he, he ain't got time for us. Yeah. Um. So, first situation. Pause. Pause it. Oh, yeah. Youngins don't need to hear about all this. Or do they? <laughs> I'm going to send out a tweet. All right. I think we're good. Hang on. I ain't done. You okay. talk amongst yourselves. Okay. All right. Out running and gunning. And so I am at a bank near our hometown. No, in our hometown. Drive through. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> getting that, that drive through. Like the sign said, backdoor guests are always best. Drive through, just making a simple deposit. Nothing fancy. And as they tend to be, I take note of the drive through teller who happens to be quite striking. Blonde young lady. I'm, you know, I'm mid-twenties or so at this point. She looks mid-twenties. We have a little friendly banter back and forth. Didn't give me a sucker, but, you know, would appreciate a sucker. Just a blue bank? No, no, no. No, this is one of those annex banks that was over there. um, No, I'm trying to think of what the name of the bank was. It's, it's that one. I think the building is still there. I don't know if the bank's still there, but um, before you get to the grocery store, mm-hmm. on the it's left, from a town from south heading, of our hometown, heading north, go like you're going out of right, town. Right, 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 There's right. a bank, right, little bank right, annex right. on the left. Okay, kind of a peach color. Yep, yep, yep. All right. They've got several banks around the county. Right. You got a little annex off there in our hometown. Yeah. Pull through, little withdrawal action. Little banter, little friendly banter. She's striking. And did you gun it so she'd hear your, hear your pipes? Didn't, didn't pop didn't pop the glass packs on her. Yeah. But uh you know, a little little bit of a connection there, a little bit of banter. I pull off. From the bank, pull out, if you will, and like within about five minutes of leaving, I'm thinking, I got to do something here. Yeah, I, I got to do yeah. something here. I don't even know her name. Like it's probably up there on the plate, but I'm like two right. rows over, and you know, I didn't ask her name or anything. But I had a little banner. I mean, you know, felt you like felt good about it. There's a little something there. Fine, fine. I mean, this this woman, fine. And never seen her before. Which in our hometown, I'm thinking like, yeah. I mean, she she may be from the county, but she's not from our town. Right. I would have known. And and back in the day, Ty wasn't a stranger to venturing out into the county to date. Of of county fair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Made my way around the county a little bit. 
And she didn't know me, so I thought, well, she obviously ain't from our town. Right. But, uh, so I leave and I'm, I'm, I'm smitten. I'm right. smitten with this young lady. Got a smile on the face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she's, she's something. So I start brainstorming a little bit, you know, I mean, hey, let's, let's do a little something here. Think, well. Give them something to talk about. Let's give them a little something to talk about. Let's, let's do a little something that, you know, I mean, let's, let's be romantic on this. So I decide to call a florist. Well, well, well. And I mean, I'm, I'm going guns out. Yeah, you are. Straight guns out. Yeah. I don't know a name. I don't know nothing. I know the bank she's at. I know what she looks like. And I call up the florist and I say, look. There's a blonde young woman that works at this bank. I don't know her name, but I want to send a shitload of flowers up there. And I'm going to write a little card, put a little card in there, put a little card on it, put a little card on it, heavy. And wrote out something like, you know, Drove, you know, drove through today and can't get you off my mind. Something like, I don't know what, right, something right. romantic. Something like, I want to open your safe deposit box. Something, no, 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 no. Gentleman, gentleman, gentleman mode. Still, I'm in gentleman okay. mode. How much did the florist know about what was going on in our small town? Just think about that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of stories. I'd like to read that book. So... I get the florist to send a shitload of flowers. Card hundred dollars worth. It was a lot. Okay. I don't know. It was a lot. Okay. And a card. Said, you know, enjoyed our chat. Right. Love to chat again. Love to. Man, look at him slipping that in there. Right. Here's here's my name. Here's my Nokia brick number. Right. Well, won't you hit me up sometime? You know, I mean, won't right. you give me a call? And I was a little nervous because I, I thought, well, my first concern was, is this going to get to the person I'm hoping that it gets to? I mean, right. I don't. I've never. I mean, I don't even remember why I was at that bank. Because I had a check from there, you had to cash something like that. Because this wasn't yeah. my bank; I'd never right. been through there. I didn't know everybody up there. Afterwards, I'm thinking, like now, thinking back, I'm like, man, it could have been five different women up there. I don't right. know. I tried to describe it as best I could to the florist, mm-hmm. though. You know, how great would it have been if it had gotten delivered to like some 68 year old granny? <laughs> right. I described her as good as I could to the florist. You know. Send a bunch of flowers, send a card. Did you use the florist on the west side of the square over by the Mexican food place? Or did you use the florist on the east side that did a little prison time? Prison. Okay. Straight prison floor. Okay. I'm sending prison flowers. Okay. And so, and... Here's the kicker. It was just a little prison time. And back in the day, too, you know, we weren't near. Oh, I know. We yeah. Saw, we saw him. No, in. Oh, back in? Oh, I didn't know. 
from what I just to make sure that I got my message across. And back in the day, you know, we weren't as technologically savvy as Mm -hmm. we are now and have the text and the email and all that. I wrote out a note to her, went to an office, faxed her a note, faxed a note to the bank. Fax fodder. Didn't didn't know her name, but just faxed up. Hey, man, she really wrapped you up. Yeah. So, sent her all the stuff, sent her the flowers. It was like the next day, you know, because mm-hmm. hoping that she would remember this situation and maybe mm-hmm. she'd know who, you know, who it was that was sending this up there and everything. Because we had, you know, a good five, ten minutes worth of talking through the intercom. Right. Time. right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was hoping like this, hopefully this was notable for her. She doesn't do this every day kind of thing. Right. Just every day. really good customer every service. Day. Every day. I got flowers yesterday. Who's this? Right. So, get a call from her saying she got the flowers and she's interested. Right? Oh. But. No, no, not yet. No buts yet. So, I'm stoked. This worked, right? We're in. Now mm-hmm. we're in. Now let's do a little talking. Let's, you know, next move is let's talk on the phone. Take her out for some Mexican food. Yeah. Some like, Tex-Mex. You know, let's, let's meet up for some quesadillas. Love that hot sauce out there. Right. So, she calls me back. And during the day, we do a little banter. And I said, well, I, you know, I'll give you a call tonight. I was working during the day. Call her up that night. We talked for a couple hours on the phone. Dang. Long, you know, we're getting into it, a little talking. Right, right. Man, could you imagine having to talk to somebody on the phone for hours now? God, shoot me in the head. Boy, I was into it then, boy. I I love, I always love talking on the, man, even back in in high school days, boy, I I spent hours on the phone. I I was all about that. I think I could in the, yeah, I could in high school, but. Right. Well, that was different then. I mean, we were trying to get pussy, I guess. But, and I guess maybe if I was now, but I wouldn't talk to either of you for more than five minutes on the damn phone now. No. So, talked to her on the phone. Long time. Going great. It's great. This chick is great. Fantastic. Getting along really good over the phone. Where was she from? She was from... You gonna bleep out? Yeah, I'll bleep out. She was from... Huh. Okay. She lived out there. Like, all right, you know, I won't hold that against you. Never really knew anybody from out that direction. And her family had moved in too, like within the last couple of years. Oh, okay. So she, she's not somebody I would have known growing up. Gotcha. Yeah. She was a transplant. Transplant, as my my daddy calls them. Yeah. Fucking transplant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Talk on the phone. This, this is during the week. Call again the next night. Another long conversation over the phone. The next, I don't even hit her with the let's go out on the first night. Just a lot of talking, a lot of let's get to know mm-hmm. each other. It's really going good over the phone. Getting to know her. She's getting to know me. It's going well. And this is when you're staying out with the lawman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's no way he's having this phone conversation in that house. No, nobody else knew about this. Okay. Second night, talk on the phone again for a long time. It goes good. During this one, I'd say, you know, hey, love to take you out sometime for a nice dinner. She's all about it. 
All right, let's do it. And where, pray tell, is this nice dinner going to happen at? Definitely going to hit that Mexican joint. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm going to the fine dining options in my head during that time frame. and I take that back. I was going to take her up to uh, the big city. Okay. We was going to go somewhere over there. I was, I'm, I'm in full wine and dine mode. You're really going, okay. Yeah. But the Mexican joint was in the back of my mouth. We're eventually going to make our way there. Right. But I was going to take her over to the big city. We're going to, you know, let's have us a nice dinner. Let's go to a movie. Let's hang, you know. She was so cool. And, and just so our listeners aren't confused, the big city, quote unquote, was not a big city. It was just a larger town. It was a town of 30,000. Yeah. It's where we drove to and we right. wanted to do something big. Right. Second, you know, second night on the phone, everything's going great. I mean, I, I'm loving this chick. She's fantastic. She's witty. She's, you know, right up my alley. You know, it's, everything's going good. She beautiful. She fine. She's gorgeous. I mean, hold on. Now bear with me. What if? So he's only seen her from the waist up. Oh, okay. I'm telling. There's there was no chance. I mean, this was one of those. You know, sometimes a waist up can fool you. This is one of those where there's no chance. Gotcha. That would have been awesome. If it had been it's straight up pear shape, <laughs> elephantitis legs. No, this or in a wheelchair. Well, I mean, he wouldn't really be seeing her. She wouldn't be high enough. They prop her up on the stool. She's got the polio crutches. Yeah, she's got polio crutches or something. Oh, oh, okay. So that would bother you? See, I, I would be fine with that. I'd be fine with that. Well, I mean, I don't know why you're grinning so hard right now, just ear to ear. Yeah, why are you so anti-disability? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I'll take it. I walked into that one. All right. We decide to go out and... Did you pick her up or were you meeting at the place? No, it was we're meeting because there was something about I don't remember. Oh, I know because I was driving forever to work, and you we were doing like Dallas a, yeah, we're going to do like you? on a Friday. Yeah, so we you know we going to drop her kids off somewhere to just to just meet up and um, meet up for a nice you know nice date out. It goes awesome, right? Having a nice little dinner, movie, everything goes great. Hmm. Must not have been that great of a date. Don't even remember the movie. What movie did we see? No. What was it? I don't remember. Don't remember. Yeah. Right. I got traumatized. Later you go on. That might might be why we didn't remember. We went to the. Gotcha. We went to the famous. We went to the famous. Uh, Barn Grill, of which okay. I have another... Did I tell you about the story at the Barn Grill one time when the famous actress... You have alluded to that story before. Yeah. Remind me to tell that story. Okay. There was the a waitress there that had done amateur porn. Yeah. On That was on VHS. She worked there during that time. Famous actress... I, I totally botched that. Hit on me out there and I, I messed it up. Okay. Bad. I messed that up bad, but we went out there, went out there to eat, had a great time, went to the movie, great time, but I'm, sl- that place. I'm slow playing it, you know, no, I mean, just talking, total gentleman, 
No physical stuff, anything. We're just getting to know each other. But, I mean, I am really getting into this chick. I mean, she's fantastic. Like, beautiful, great sense of humor, not pretentious at all, a good time, just fantastic. On That was on VHS. She worked there during that time. <laughs> <laughs> she was a little more into it than me. I was like, eh. But, uh, so, this is on like a Friday night. And I'm now I'm all the way in. And I feel like she's all the way in, too. Like, this is going somewhere, right? right? The next day is a Saturday, and I am... My youngest brother is in town. He's come into town. And we're hanging out. And I mentioned to him that I had met this person and that we were starting to hit it off. Hold on. Before we go any further, our listeners are going to want to know what physical contact happened, if any, at the end of the day. Nothing. 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 Not a hug. Not a peck on the cheek. Nothing. We're just, this is our first time together. Shook hands. Said, had fun. Made a connection. I'm slow playing this because I'm really interested. I mean, I'm interested like from a relationship standpoint. Right. Total slow play, total gentleman, right? I mean, you know me, I'm a gentleman. Right, of course, nothing but. So, my brother comes into town. I think we went to play golf or something. I don't know what happened, but we were shooting the shit. And I mentioned to him that I'd met someone I was really interested in. His face kind of goes pale white. Um, <laughs> what? Go ahead. And I'm like, what? You know? And and he was like, what's her name? And I told her, I told him her name. Face just, you know, he was all happy for me. Now his face is just all flushed white. Right. He said, man, I, I think I know her. And I was like, really? Like, I think her family just moved into town a couple years ago. And you know, my youngest brother... He's in college at the time, probably, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he probably just... Yeah, he had just... He was in between. I think he was just, like, maybe freshman. Yeah. He, I, In fact, I think he was in that in-between year before he started college. Got, we got you. He was, you know, off selling shit. Right. And he's like, yeah, I, you know, that, that name rings a bell. I think I know her. I was like, really? It's like, I, I never heard of her. Never heard of her family. I didn't know anything about her. He's like, yeah, man. Um, I think, in fact, I think a buddy of mine knows her. He's like, I think she's in high school. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, have you, have you talked to her about her age? And I was like, well, no. I mean, I hadn't, you know. I mean, that didn't really come up. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't what I was thinking. I said, and and I was like, man, there ain't no way. I mean, I was like, she looks my age. He's like, man, let me make some calls. We're about 24, 25 at the time. Yeah, 25. Yeah, 24, 25. I'm like, man, there ain't no way. He's like, I, I, you know, I've been around her a couple times now. I mean, once at the bank, you know, which was 20 feet away. 
But once pretty up close, I was like, there ain't no way. He's like, let me make some calls. I'm like, oh. <laughs> now I'm sweating it. Because now I've got it on a couple different levels. One is. And you're replaying the date. Did I kiss her? No, I didn't. I yeah. didn't touch her. Yeah. No, I didn't do had shit. I had not touched her. <laughs> and so on one level, I'm freaking out because I really like this chick. Right. You know? And she damn sure does not. I mean, I was taking her for maybe, you know, 23. Did she drink when y'all went out to eat? She did drink. And I'm thinking like... Because he bought it for her. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, yeah. her stamp looked different than mine. <laughs> but so I'm like, you know, there ain't no way. I was like, you know, maybe she's got a younger sister or something. She's. I was like, she, you know, she ain't 17. I mean, she looks... 23 right and you're going through this in your mind and all all you're remembering her talking about now is new kids on the block and trapper keepers yeah yeah i was like i mean i thought you know right. stuffed animal collection seemed a yeah. little odd but i'm gonna go she's really into precious moments dolls yeah, was, and stuff you know and she did live at home but i mean our neck of the woods there's a lot of 25 yeah. year olds living at home yeah that's not and um so, on one level, I'm freaking out a little bit because I'm like, uh, shit, you know, how old is she? And on the other, on another level, I'm freaking out because now, now I've done told my dipshit brother about this. <laughs> and A, I mean, you know my youngest uh, brother. He damn sure ain't going to let, let, let me live anything down. Right. And also, I'm like, when he said, that name sounds familiar. I'm like, and I think she's, I'm like, so she's around your age? Yeah. Please don't tell me y'all hooked up. That's what I, That's what I thought you were going to get yeah. to. And he's, and he's like, no, 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 no. But let me, let me call a buddy of mine and let, let me get verification on this. And so I got about an hour or so here of where I'm really sweating bullets. Right. Well, he comes back to me. He's like, yeah, I talked to my buddy. Schlobnock or whatever. And he's like, she graduated this last year. Okay. Which is, well, this is summer. Just, so, so she graduated just this she May. She graduated like a so month she's ago. she's like 18. So she literally just walked across the stage. Yeah. She might not be 18 even. Yeah. Might, she might be 17. Yeah. So now. Well, she's kind of dumb. She might be 19. So now I'm like. Yeah. So she's. Uh, so now I'm like, oh shit, because it's all. I've already now I'm already like I'm, I'm out, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm out. I mean, <laughs> at, at the most, this girl is 18 years old. Right. 19 if she got held back, right? Which is possible in this neck of the woods. She seemed pretty bright. She seemed pretty bright. Okay. She seemed pretty average. average. Talent. She knows how to handle money. She can count. She got a driver's license, right? I mean, she seems of average to above average intelligence. <laughs> average to above average intelligence. Yes. Which we're going to talk about that off air. But, uh, so, but I, I've already decided at this point, I'm out. But now I got myself a conundrum because I really like this girl, but that, that's, that's gone now. Plus, the florist knows you were hitting. Well, on. and everybody at the bank 
Oh. One of which is a adult female who knows my family and all, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody, this little ass bank, everybody, this has become a story now yeah. in the town. Yeah. Right. Everybody knows that shit. And, and that don't happen a lot at this bank. Yeah. That never happened before, right? Right. So, I'm heartbroken a little bit because I really did like this young lady. But that's gone. But now I'm in a conundrum because... How do you approach, how do you broach this subject, if you will? I do. That's with, a serious license. With her, right? Like, what? what is a respectful, cool way of bringing the subject up? Well, there ain't any. Right. <laughs> I heard the strangest story from my brother. Are you 18? Yeah. How old are you? So, um... She wants me to call her. This this is like on that Saturday, and I'm supposed to call her again on like Sunday night, you mm-hmm. know, so we can have another one. Her parents have a, a rule, no phone calls after nine. Another one of these <laughs> meaningful conversations. Party line! And so I call her up. I'm, you know, I'm nervous now. I mean, the relaxed convo is over. Right. I'm tense. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a way to bring this up. shake voice. I got shake voice bad. I'm trying to find a way. You know, there's no good segue into that question or what. Am I? You're asking stuff like, you remember when, uh. Yeah, it's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. How old were you when you got your license? How many years ago was that? <laughs> so, um. I think I brought it up with throwing my brother under the bus. And I was like, I was talking, I was, I was playing golf with my brother yesterday. Right. I was bringing you up. He's like, yeah, I think, you know, I think I know somebody that knows her. And I was like, went to, knows her, went to high school with her. It was like, how long ago was that? Well, long story short, she said that she had just turned 19. Okay. No holdback situation in school, just the right. way it, right. way right. it is. But I, I can't, you know, and so I just can't. I mean, I, I, so I'm trying Nothing to. Nothing but a gentleman. Well, I mean, it's, that's just, that's too much, right? I mean, tw- like 24, 25, 19. It, 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 in my yeah. mind now, she's like 17, right? I mean, yeah. I've already got it in my mind to where like. Yeah. The difference between 19 and. You gotta look up now. It's not a bad idea. I'll look idea. up now. That's not a bad idea at all. But, um, can't remember. Can't remember. Can't remember. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> managing that bank now. That, yeah, right. Right. So, might be a VP or something. And I, so, so I said, you know, I, I just, I don't feel comfortable with, I'm really sorry. I had, you know, it, it's my, I'm laying this all, her, I'm laying this all on did me. Did you make her cry? No, uh, no, but I'm laying this all on me. I'm like, I, you know, this is totally my bad. I, I just assumed, you know, you look 25. I just assumed we were close in age. This is, you know, this is a little bit more of an age gap than I'm comfortable with. And she's really upset by it. I mean, she's not crying or anything, but right. she's upset. And I was like, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I just, I, I feel terrible. I initiated this whole thing. I, you know, I feel terrible. Um, <laughs> Call me five years. <laughs> no, but I was just like, I, I just, I, I don't, you know, I, you may have dated one of my kid brother's friends. I can't, I, yeah. I just can't, I can't. 
So I was like, I'm sorry. Conversation ends. Well, she is still wanting to keep it going. You know, she calls me up like a couple days later. And now it's getting like really like I'm still trying to be nice, but you can't. You right. know, I just the second time she calls me, she's upset about it. She's I just I you know, and she's and then she's wanting to play through the whole like, well, what you know, what's wrong with it? You know, like I mean, I'm only like four years younger than you. You know, five years, whatever. Like we're both adults. Like, why is this an issue? And like, kind of got me on the defensive now, right? right? Like you're the asshole. Well. <laughs> yeah, and this was before I was a full-blown asshole. Right. Oh, yeah, you really blossomed. Yeah, this was pre-asshole days. And although the asshole was strong at this right. time period, as we've gone right. over last right. episode. But I was just like, I, I can't. And she, you know, she's kind of heartbroken by it, and then she kind of gets angry about it. Mm. And then it, so it turned really, really sour. And then, and then it was just. Did she try to beat up a girl at the car wash? No, no, no. That's that's high school. That. <laughs> well, that's that. A yeah, that's. Whew. And did I tell the story of meeting her again at the funeral later on? I don't believe so. Yeah, that's she's cool. lesbian now, isn't she? She is heavy. She is. Okay. I mean, I don't know why we got to bring that up, okay. but she is. I had an ex-girlfriend who turned out to be a lesbian too. It's okay, buddy. But, uh, yeah, maybe, me maybe one day I'll tell like the that. awkward run-in we had at a funeral. Okay. And she was, oh, she was fine, too. She didn't just get... At the funeral, she yeah, was? Yeah, she was. She and I hadn't like, seen her for 10 years, and she was, fine. oh, she was fine. Really? And it so was, she's it a... Was, it was awkward for a few minutes, but we we talked for a few minutes, but it was like, you know... Say, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say... I, we'll, I, I caught myself. We'll say... Let's let's save the let's save the lesbian funeral reunion story for later. But so it it kind of ended up being sour, you know. Gotcha. Kind of, which I hated well, that because poor girl. I know I hated it because this was all. Ty, so Ty. that situation ends. Fucking dick. Can you imagine? I mean, let's just take a second to make him feel bad. Pretty girl. Pretty girl. Sweet young girl. Beautiful. To work. This girl was beautiful. So, uh, woman. Woman. This girl, woman. Hold on. Here's young some, woman. Here's something. Not a girl. Woman. Hold on. I'm going to... I got a fair question here. She just graduated high school. So, in y'all's conversations, the mention of going to college never came up. Nothing like that. I've, pl- I've, I've replayed it. In my mind, a I mean, because generally, if you're talking a thousand to, times, heavy, we talk for like five hours. If you're how talk, do I not know this? I mean, typically, I get to know her as somebody, a person, of, somebody of that age. Did you talk about beanie babies? She they seemed were, so. She seemed my age. Yeah. Were you talking about Dostoevsky novels? I mean, come on, what the hell were you talking about? Replayed it a thousand times. I okay. promise y'all. Okay. And it, it really, it really bothered me though because it ended sour. So. Let's fast forward about three months down the road. Okay. Maybe six months. Same year. How many other young girls' hearts have you broken in this three months? I was, I was torn up by this situation. This slowed my roll a little. Because, I mean, I was really into her. And she was fantastic. And I was like, and then it it was tough. Uh, I think you should have stuck with it. I don't. I don't well, I might have seen somebody in between. But it was a few a few months down the road. Man, I do think he needs to look her up. I do, too. She was so. I think you should look her up. 
She was beautiful. She may be in between marriages right now. She was gorgeous. She may be in an unhappy marriage right now. She was gorgeous. She might. So, a few... Or she might be in an open relationship in a happy marriage right now. She might. This is how young... This is a perfect example of being young and stupid and your memory fades fast, right? A few months later, I stop off. I'm in... I'm working in Dallas. I'm driving up to our hometown. We're commuting back and forth. I stop off in... In fact, I hadn't even thought about this. In this very town. Okay. Right here where you are. Okay. In between. Mm-hmm. Stop off at a little quick cut, get me a haircut. Slide in. The incredibly luxurious hair that he has. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, this, and this was just a, this was a pro-cut situation. Right. Not and your normal where you have to make appointments. No, not a salon. This was pre-salon days. Okay. Roll in to get me a haircut. This lady, you know, just... <clears throat> I'm next one up. She takes me back. Fine. This woman is fine. Are we switching stories? Yeah. This is story number two. Okay. Story, uh, that story is gone. I don't know where she is. She, uh, right. I hope she found we're her about, 19-year-old. We're about three months down the road. Yeah. Still hurting. Still hurting. Still right. hurting. Still hurting. Definitely not talking to anybody that looks under 30. <laughs> Stop in. Get me a haircut. This woman is cutting my hair. She's obviously over 30. she rubbing her boobs on you? No, but there's instant chemistry. Gotcha. I mean, before I even... I mean, in the walk back, chemistry started. You could feel it, yeah. As she pats him on the ass. She's probably... I'm guessing... I'm 25. She's probably 35. Okay. Mrs. Robinson's playing in the background. Clearly in my window of like, I ain't got to worry about this. Right. Super attractive, super cool. Chemistry right off the bat. Banter going on during the whole haircut. I'm cracking jokes. She's laughing. She's cracking jokes. I'm laughing. I usually don't like a chatty hairdresser uh-huh i mean i cut that shit off at right away now i mean i got i got no desire for the chattiness yeah. Ooh, we ought to follow him and go to one of his uh haircuts sometime one of his appointments yeah because yeah, i bet he has a standing appointment well no every the place i go Tuesday. now it, i go to the same place but it it, it, yeah. it, it it rotates. Well, it's same place. I go. I've been going to the same place for several years now. I did have this one girl that was doing it on a regular basis, but that had to change because of a whole other situation. But <laughs> this, this place I'm going now is the same place I've been going for a little while, but not the same stylist. Okay, different stylist every time <laughs> because they won't take you anymore. But they, right. yeah, they when they start to get chatty, I just like. I, I mean, I, I I'm respectful. But I'm just short answers. I'm not, you know, right. hoping they can catch the. I'm not wanting to. I'm not wanting to turn a twenty minute haircut into an hour. Right. A twenty minute haircut. When's the last time you had a twenty minute haircut, heavy? Uh, it takes mine like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, chemistry's instant. We're talking. I got no. I'm in no rush to get out of this haircut. I mean, we are hitting it off. Sparks are flying. She fine, she funny, everything's going great. Get her name, right? Right up there on the mm-hmm. placard. Right. 
on her certificate, her state certificate. license. Got her license up. Got her right. name. Got her first name. Right. Isn't it funny how regulated and how much rigmarole you got to go through for that? Got to get a license. Got to get a license and all that. What a racket. Yeah. It's not like she's drawing blood. She's just cutting my hair. So, <clears throat> I know. That's what I mean. So, leave. I'm all in. Like, you know, you know, you know what? I'm like, it's time to make another run at this. <laughs> Call up the florist. I'm going I'm to run this back one more time. Shitload of flowers. Not our hometown florist, though. No, 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 no. Okay. This is a local. Right. Shitload of flowers, card, send another fax. <laughs> you were the king of faxing back then. Oh, man, I'm faxing everybody. And for those of you that don't know, around this time, he was sending faxes to the ticket for fax fodder, too. I was, I was double, I was double effing it. I was sending the flowers and the fax. There you go. Right there. That's the name of the episode. Ty double F's it. Double F. Right. <laughs> so, send the facts with a nice little note. Really loved getting to know you. Enjoyed our conversation. Love to follow up. Love to have you, some more conversation. Did you get any hint of whether this lady was married during your haircut? No ring. Any pictures of kids? Family. No ring, no pictures of kids, no indication from her that she's married. Just drop any of those. I dropped a couple just to, I tested the waters a little. Pretty. Did you ask when she graduated? Pretty sure. (laughs) Just to make sure. Yeah, like, you ever, I mean, you ever own a pair of capers? Okay, we're good. Start dropping references. Boys, that Boston album is just off. Facts of life. You remember that shit? (laughs) So, yeah. Different strokes. So, I, I, You're asking her how traumatized she was by the bicycle repairman episode. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Richie, you remember Richie? So dropped enough hints to where I was really confident this yes. woman is not married. Okay, no kid, no indication of kids, no pictures of kids. I mean, regardless, she's not. I mean, okay. pretty clear she's not married. Seemed like a good time, like most hairdressers mm-hmm. tend to be. But not super crazy. Right. You, know? you got to watch out for that with the hairdressers. Yeah. I got a couple stories on that. <laughs> but, so, <laughs> I didn't learn my lesson on that until later on. He tested for lithium while they're not looking. <laughs> later on, I learned the lesson of hairdresser plus neck tattoo. Bad idea. <laughs> so, send the flowers, send the facts, send the whole shebang. I mean, I'm trying to overwhelm this chick with my romanticism. So she calls me up that day. She's, you know, and then I'm thinking like, damn, I hope she's working that day, blah, blah, right. blah. I'm, you know, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm firing yeah. on all cylinders, though. I'm taking my best shot. I'm trying to get over this last situation, too, right? So she calls me up. She's blown away. Please call me tonight. Let's talk. You know, let's. She's into it. You know, let's call her up that night. Talk on the phone for a couple hours. Everything's going great. She's like, "Give me a call on Saturday night. You know, let's let's talk again. Then let's plan to 
you know, hook up or whatever. Let's go do something. And, and you don't mean hook up in today's vernacular. You mean... No, 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 no. no. Yeah, let's get together. Call me up. This is like on Thursday. We talked that night. She's like, call me on Saturday. I'm going to be off. You know, call me up Saturday night and then let's, you know, let's move forward in this thing. Like, all right. First conversation goes great. Saturday night conversation goes a little different. Like three minutes into the conversation, and she'd already prepped me a little bit. Like Saturday night, I ain't got to work. I'm planning on getting, you know, a couple drinks. She lived. <laughs> I should have had the red flag. You can bleep this, but she's living. Oh. Oh, yeah, that is a red flag. Big red flag, but I'm thinking, yeah. you know, I'm going to give her a shot. Right, She's yeah. She's great so far. I'm not going to let that one thing. She's already been chased out of every haircut in place. And I mean, let's be obvious. That one thing is a big thing. Yeah, that's a big thing. I mean, thing. That, that's kind of on my, I only got a few rules. Never date a woman from is on there. Right. But. I mean, you could live outside the city limits out in the country and still have that address. Which she did. She lived outside of town. But when I said where you live and she said, she said, outside of town. Oh. So, I mean, if you even mentioned to me, I should have known. But Right. And she said, you know, I'm going to be off. I'm going to get my cocktail hour going. Give me, you know, let's. Mm Mm-hmm. Well. So I call her up about three minutes into the conversation. She's already lit. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, right. hell, I'm lit too. Yeah, I mean, I'm lit. I'm sitting outside the barn house. I got my drink on. I'm, you know. Are you in your truck talking? Yes. Okay. Sitting in my truck. I'm, I'm, I'm well into a 12 pack. Mm-hmm. Got the window rolled out. The smoke's going. Right. I, and I'm in for the night. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I can sit out there for three, four hours and talk. I don't care. I'm investing. Right. Well, about three, five, you know, first three, five minutes in, I'm like, she's she's feeling good. And then she, <laughs> not only do we have the red flag of the town, but she, <laughs> she mentions that she's kicking her back about her third bush light. I'm like, and... So initially, I'm thinking this, you know, it's kind of kind of cute, right, you know. Yeah. Like I, she's I like cool. me a country girl. You're thinking she's low maintenance. I like right. me a country girl, low maintenance. And when I when she cut my hair too, by the way, she had that country girl tight jean, mm-hmm. real boots, not like bullshit city boots. Like right. she's ridden a horse in these boots. Right. Fine hair pulled back in that ponytail. Mm-hmm. You know, a little white, kind of tight button-down shirt mm-hmm. going, I mean, she was fine. Like, not like we're going to go out to the bar fine, but like drawing it back a little bit, fine. Right. She's talking about, you know, I've already had me three or four bush lights. I'm like, all right, you know, okay, okay. okay. I'm happy. I mean, I'm sucking down some Keystone myself. I mean, I'm not right. going to get high and mighty on Not getting up in here. Yeah, no. And we're talking, everything's going good, and then like about 20 minutes end of the conversation you know she's like Jeannie go bring me another one of them bush lights I'm like Jeannie <laughs> who the fuck who are you yelling out to bring you another beer 
Oh, that's my that's my daughter, Jeannie. You know, it's like okay. <laughs> I'm pulling back the reins a little right. bit more now. I'm like, got her teenage daughter named Jeannie. Okay, you know, and so then that starts a whole conversation about how her ex is a piece of shit. You know, and all right. She kind of lets it out that she's in a trailer, and that's fine. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still in. To be fair, your domicile at that moment was barely above a trailer. Maybe not I don't even. even above it wasn't a, <laughs> I mean, this, yeah. this is the one. This, yeah. this is the house that's got the hole in the floor that the rat pulled a hole off a bed through. Yes. So I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know that you ever told that story on the air. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. In any way, gonna get on my high horse. This, this I'm is, living in a shack in the middle of the country. There's literally holes in the floor. We literally just had a rat pull a whole loaf of bread underneath the closet door. Yeah, the house. My aunt and uncle's house before y'all lived there. That's right. And the, there, this was the house holes in the house. Yes. This is house where you could not. Leave. We had one window unit. You could not in one room. Yeah, you could not leave food out on the counter. Because the rats were run out, they they chewed through and ate a half a jar of peanut butter one With time. Heavy rat population. Not to mention the one time the lawman told me he got home before me and he said, "Man, I got home and there was a rat on our kitchen table chewing through some crackers." He's like, "Motherfucker's big as a cat." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What'd you do?" He's like, "Man, I left." <laughs> it's like, that looked like that. That was now the rat had commandeered the kitchen. Right, big uh, as a cat. That damn, that damn pack rat, the one that drug the loaf of bread underneath the that thing was like ten pounds. A hot water heater closet. That uh, I mean, this this thing ate all kinds of shit. Big ass rat. And I remember it had to be that same rat that I was up on the kitchen table eating crackers. I said, when you walked in, I said, what happened? He said, he looked at me like, my fucking crackers. <laughs> I said, what'd you do? He said, I left. <laughs> I said, you just gave that rat your house. <laughs> but you know he stuttered when he said it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I left. I, I, I left. He well, was... he was still outside when I got home. Right. Well, the lawman's older brother... The stud football player that we've talked about before. Johnny Football. He, uh, I remember one day he got pissed off because the rat had eaten so much food. He went to the hardware store and got like three boxes of that heavy duty rat, rat poison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He and, was uh, bound and determined. He's like, I'm going to kill this damn rat. He took that rat personal. And, uh, he put all three boxes out that in one night that rat ate all Every three boxes. Yep. Just gave him heartburn at tops. <laughs> and then this went on for several months. Oh yeah. And then in the one, summer. And then oh. one day we walked in, me and the big brother, and the, there's a dead rat in the living room floor or in the kitchen floor. We look at each other and I was like, I go, that's your rat, I think. He's like, I think so. I think he finally died of high cholesterol. <laughs> Man, we, yeah. So anyway. I, I was definitely not going to get on my high horse about a trailer situation. Because right, right. first of all, I got no, especially at that point in my life, I got no 
issue with the trailer. Right. I got no issue with the trailer now. Right. But just to I make mean, it clear, at least can make double wide. Right. So I know she's in a trailer, which is fine. I know she's got a teenage daughter bringing her beer, which is also okay. No, no problem okay. with that. What if the teenage daughter works at the bank? Oh shit! No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I was like, did you just say G? <laughs> no. So she. So I'm like, you know, I'm at this point. I'm still. I'm rolling on. I'm like, okay, okay. yeah. You know, she's whatever. super cool. Super nice. You know, she pokes. Yeah. She, she got a. She got a truck. She got a trailer. She got some bush light. I mean, this is right up my alley. You're right. Especially at this point in our life. We're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And I'll, you know, I mean, no, I ain't it's looking like to 2000. get... 2000. The last, yeah, 2000, 2001. The last thing I'm do, looking to do is get married or, right. or even... I mean, Just looking for good time, girls. Good time, you know, relationship would be great, but let's yep. have a good time, you know. Okay on the teenage daughter or whatever. Well, as the night goes on, we continue to talk over the phone. She's getting drunker. I'm getting drunker, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. But she's getting drunker and drunker. And then a little while later, she's like, Chad, bring me no one of them beers. I'm like, Chad? I, mean, I ain't heard nothing about Chad. You ain't mentioned no Chad. That's my boy, you know. Okay, you know, all right. Kind of casually try to work in, I mean, how old Chad? <laughs> what are we talking about? He's like eight. Mm. So now we got an eight-year-old bringing her beer. I'm like, okay. Throwing up a couple of, you know. Pretty good road. I mean, Spock's throwing up a little bit, but I'm still rolling on. Slow down a little, but I'm still still in it. Right. right? Super cool. I mean, she's cool. She's super cool. She's getting a little bit ornery with her kids, which is bothering me a little bit. You know, like there's a couple motherfuckers in there towards Chad. And I'm like, Chad's eight. <laughs> but to be fair, Chad probably is a little motherfucker. Right. There's no doubt. Yeah. I, right now, Chad, TDCJ. <laughs> so, or Southeast Oklahoma. One of the two. Right. Yeah. Running math out of Ardmore. Right. So... I'm like, all right, you know, it's bothering me a little bit. You know, why don't you ease up on the motherfucking Chad? I mean, he's, you know, he, plus he should be in bed by now. Right. I mean, we're we're past midnight. You yeah. Know, I'm like, hey, won't you just go mm. and get your own beer? Stop motherfucking Chad. Chad's probably sleeping. Letting... Chad's probably had a couple. Right. Yeah. So then we're about another hour in. We're like 1 a.m. And she's like, oh, shit. You know, I, I got to run back here to the second. I'm like, okay. Like. What's going on? You know, it's like, how my little one done woke up. Little one? (laughs) Like, little one? Like, Chad ain't the little one. (laughs) Now, baby. Now we got a baby in the house. Oh, shit. So, I'm I'm still okay. (laughs) Now I got Jeannie, about 13. Motherfucking Chad is eight. We got a little one. Nobody else at the house. You, you know, you're responsible for this little one, and you're 
way hammered. And she mentioned that she's fired up too. She done fired one up. Mm. She hit, you know, she hitting a little of that wacky weed. Right. Okay. So she's drunk. She's having a little marijuana, you know. She's no, you know. responsible for a baby. But it was only after the baby went to sleep. Yeah. Okay. So now it's at least peaked. P.I.Q. My interest enough to where even drunk, I'm like, well, maybe I need to put the Columbo on here a little bit and start asking a few questions. Right. You know, like weave some questions into the conversation about what's what's a sitch right. we're dealing with here. Long story short, and I know we're way past that, but she kind of throws out that, well, you know, I'm like, well, you know, separated. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we're separated. Right. Like he don't live here. I think she said something like he doesn't live here anymore. Like okay, well, I mean, what are we talking about? How how legal is this situation? Right. What well, you know, separated, right? I think his chick was definitely still married, right? <laughs> but separated. And I'm like, eh, you know, and he obviously has some drug problems. Sure, and, <laughs> sure he's got some firearms. Yeah, and... so I'm like, okay, but I'm still in. <laughs> but after i sleep it off the next day i'm kind of going over this with you can you imagine going over your notes can you and this the next day is a sunday so i'm sunday morning coming down and i'm workshopping this with the lawman now what do you think the lawman's take on this was run like hell you think the lawman would the lawman would have never even been he wouldn't made wouldn't have made the first phone call oh no that wouldn't have happened to begin with. So he starts working on me, right? He's leaning on me like, man, you cannot be getting mixed up in this. You cannot be, man, you cannot be doing this. Like, <laughs> you know the bank? Right. <laughs> like, man. Three months out. Yeah. He's like, man, you cannot be. He's like, man, he starts listening off the red flags. And he's like, you know. Just, and then, of course, in true lawman style, he's like, I don't need somebody showing up out here at our place. Right. Right, now he's right. worried about his place, right? Yeah. Like, you know, somebody gonna show up out here drunk with a pistol. And right. I'm like, man, it's hard. And he's like, no. And so now he's starting to get anxious because now it's it's he's involved too. Right. So now he's starting to have panic attacks because <laughs> he's already fashioned the whole scenario of what's going to happen. Right. right? Well, like, gun he's going to show yard. up at our house with a pistol. Our other roommate. Is going to walk out with a pistol and decide, well, it, we're going to get into a full tombstone situation. <laughs> like, all I need, you can just have to bleep this out. All I need is having an excuse to fucking shoot somebody out here on my property. Now we got a dead guy out here. I'm working for the law. I'm going to lose my job. I mean, he's, 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 t- you know how a lawman is. He took right. it from zero to a hundred in about three seconds. Right. So now he's like, man, you, you cannot be, you cannot be doing this, man. You just cannot be like this guy's gonna come out here and try to kill you. Then I'm gonna kill him. Like I was just gonna be a dead guy out here. So I'm like, okay, 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 okay. You know, in deference to you, I am living on your property. I, I'll cut this shit off. So now I got myself into another situation that I'm gonna have to try to cut off. Right. She has your phone number. She got my phone number and. Do you think she is going to go quietly into that good night the way the banker chick is? No. So now I'm thinking, how am I going to break this to her in a way to where, A, she's not going to try to kill me herself. Right. Or, B, decide, you know what? Fuck him and his friends. I'm going to call my 
ex up. Telling what you this son you of a bitch out did. There, you know, this son of a bitch has tried to come on to me. Right. At my hair salon. Won't you go out there and fuck him up? Right. I, now, so now the lawman has gotten me into a full panic attack. <laughs> So now I try to make the move of, well, I'll call her up at the shop. I mean, she can't be drunk at the shop. You know, <laughs> let her down easy at the shop. She can't be motherfucking me at the shop. You know, we're just trying. Oh, that shit didn't work. <laughs> I, I call her. I try to call the shop and she ain't working. Okay. So then I wait a couple of days. She's calling me now because she's wanting to talk mm-hmm. again. And I'm trying to, you know, I ain't answering. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I call her up at the shop and automatically she's like, well, you know, what the fuck? Like, it's been three days. Like, well, I thought we were going to talk the next night. What's going on? I was like, well, you know, let's just talk later tonight. And she, what do you think she's on with that? Like, no, she's the type, you know, the type. She don't give a damn about that job. Right. She don't give a damn about what anybody at the job thinks about her or her life. Or what they hear. This is the sixth salon she's been at this year. Right. She's already been thrown out of multiple shops before. So she's at the salon motherfucking me. Right. She's like, what the fuck? You know, because I'm giving her like, you know, I'll call you tonight. No, you fucking tell me now. Right. And I'm shitting my pants. Not literally. That happens like three months later. Right. But I'm scared. And I'm trying to, and no, you know, it's just not like, so I'm trying to throw up like, well, I've, you know, I've been through a bad, you know, situation. And I just, I mean, I really like you. You're awesome, but I just don't want to, you know, I, I feel like it, you know, this is not a time to get mixed up in anything. And I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to, and I'm trying she, to I'm trying to weasel like a motherfucker. Right. She's having none of that. Mm. She knows, and she's holding my feet to the fire. And so then she starts throwing out, and I can just imagine the whole salon is listening. Yeah. She's not, you think she's being quiet? No. She's not being quiet. She's yelling into the phone, because I got fucking kids! You know, and I'm like, no, it's ain't because you got kids. <laughs> You're too good for me, you know, like, she doesn't know I'm living in a rat barn. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't dropped that on her yet, so she doesn't, so she's angry now, and she's yelling, She's motherfucking me. She's, you know, you two think you're too good for me. You lead me on with this flower bullshit. And I am kind of feeling real bad now because I'm like, well, I did, I did kind of start this. I didn't know the whole situation. Maybe right. I shouldn't have just jumped ass in into the deep end with all these flowers for knowing the whole situation. Right. Being, trying to be romantic has totally backfired me on now. She's yelling at me over the phone. She's motherfucking me. I'm trying to, let's just talk about this tonight. I'll give you a call. She's having none of it. She's just motherfucking me, motherfucking me, motherfucking. Finally, the phone conversation ends, and I'm just like, shit. So now I'm really nervous, because now she is mad. Yeah. And now I got to tell the lawman. (laughs) Does she know where you live? No. Okay. She knows the general area. Okay. Where I live, which right. I don't know how hard it would be to her to figure out exactly where. Right, right. But she doesn't know exactly. <clears throat> Back then, it would have been pretty tough. Yeah, so I'm feeling, I'm comforted by that. Right. But I'm still nervous, because this chick is the kind of chick that would just send Hunt out a search party. Right. Ties parking the truck out back. Right. Yeah, so Behind now I'm nervous about her and the search party. Now, I'm also nervous because now I got to tell the lawman about how this went down because he's chomping at the bit to know, right. like, 
because he's putting the pressure on me, like, you got to cool this down. I'm like, how the fuck you cool this down? Right. He's like, you got to cool this down so she don't send, you know. And I'm like, how? And how? How exactly? I don't know, man, but you got to figure out something. So now I tell him, and he, what do you think he does? He flips out. He flips out. And so then for like the next two or three days, I mean, he can't sleep, <laughs> which means I can't sleep, which means that's all we got to talk about is this for right. like three I'm like, man. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I don't know. Talking about this is not going to help. I don't know what else I'm going to do. Like, you're freaking me out, man. Right. Like, you know, he, I mean, he's the freak you out, man. Uh, he's, a, he's a nervous I'm like, Nelly. No, I'm already at, like, level nine. I don't need your shit taking me to now, level was he, 11. Was he still with the old girlfriend, or he hooked up with the new girlfriend? Still with the old. Okay. That's adding a whole nother layer, right, right. you know, because then he's like, she going to come out here. My girl's going to think that she's what, you know. Right. He, he's worried about the shit storm it's going to create for him. Yeah. And he won't leave it alone for five minutes. Gotcha. So then it's causing a rift between me and him because I'm like, dude, what, what else can we talk about? Like, there's, we can talk about this for another eight hours straight, but it's not going to do any good. Like, we're in a shit storm. I understand. I understand I've created this. I understand it's, you're worried about how it's going to affect you, but I, I'm sorry, uh, but there's nothing else I can do at this point. He's like, you know, we'll maybe go out there. I'm like, I'm fucking not going out there. Right. You know, he's like, maybe go out there, talk some sense. And I'm like, dude, would you go out there? He's like, man, I don't, you know, you just got to find a way to like, you know, make, make sure she don't come out here. He's, he is as worried as I am. He's 10 times as worried. Right. And he, he is all the, he's at level 11 all the way. And now I'm worried about now it's affecting our friendship situation. Right. And I'm like, you know, I'm staying out there. I'm like, you right. know, I also need a place to stay. It goes on like this for several days. And I, we're, we're both just like the one crazy summer sitting by the phone, like waiting <laughs> for her to call or somebody to just show up. Right. Like every night for about two weeks straight. And that's we a, sat out there, like my phone is sitting there and we like sit outside waiting for something to happen and hoping to God it doesn't. And we're not even telling. Right. Cause we don't Big need. Is still there? Yeah. He already, but, but he's in and out. Right. He's, he's there like, you know, he may be gone for two weeks at a time. He <laughs> don't know. Lawman damn sure ain't telling him about it. Right. I mean, you talk about take the lawman to the whole nother level. Yeah. Right. If he has to tell his older brother, he would probably literally just die of a panic attack. Right. <laughs> He's already panicked all the time. Yeah. And so we're just sitting and we're waiting. Phone, you know, just watching the phone, sitting outside. It's coming in, you know, from his whatever the fuck he's doing. Like, what the hell y'all doing? We're like, ah, we're just shooting the shit, you know. We ain't about to tell him because then he just sit out there with a pistol. Right. Waiting. Hoping. <laughs> yeah, I let, hope that, you know, I can let just see, motherfucker, yeah, I can just see him now say, I hope that motherfucker does show up. Like, we don't need a fucking shootout out here. We do not need that. And I, that, you guys know that is a hundred percent what would have happened. Oh, absolutely. So as soon as somebody would have drove up, he'd have just started shooting at their truck. <laughs> so, uh, in like two weeks, this goes on waiting by the phone. Waiting for somebody to show up, sitting out there drinking, telling bullshit lies to, trying to, you know, I mean, as now as was I hanging out at 
there at that point. You you would come by. We didn't tell you about okay, it. Okay, right. I, mean, I didn't know if I was in the I picture yet or not. I didn't want anyone else to know. And it, it was the only reason that Lawman knew is because I told him after that first night. Right. I was like, hmm, you know, this guy. Right. Around. So he kind of knew about right, the situation. Right, right. So then he followed up with how's it going, and he could tell I was mm-hmm. a little anxious, and then I had to tell him what was up. And so, no, we didn't tell anybody else. You had come out there, we had shot the shit or whatever, but nobody else was in on this. Right. This was mine and his. Yeah, history. I just didn't know if I was, that was at the point where I was a regular fixture yeah, out there no, or you, not. you were coming out. Okay. For sure. Gotcha. But I, I just, I, I couldn't let anybody else know about it. Oh, this absolutely. I didn't need, my biggest concern was I didn't need any more gas on the lawman's I, fire because he was at DEF CON. Right. Right. And so about two weeks went by. Scared shitless, waiting for that phone to ring, waiting for somebody to show up. Nothing. To this day, nothing. Now there is still in the back of my mind, still watch my back walking around the corner, <laughs> but I don't know what happened. And I uh, like to play out the scenarios in my mind, like she told him and he went to the wrong farmhouse and then they got into a shootout, and he's dead now. Right. I don't know. But, I mean, that is as white-knuckled as I've ever been those two weeks. I guarantee we were sitting outside of his house, sitting out there drinking. I was smoking a hundred cigarettes, <laughs> just waiting for what literally was going to be a shootout. Oh, Lord. And him, trying to keep him calm, which you know was impossible. Gosh. and He's her- one of the most nervous people. I know. Absolutely. The only person more nervous, the only person more yeah. nervous than him, which it's hard to be, but our other friend, who is the track star, took it up to a whole nother level. You just have to bleep it. Oh, was he a nervous Nelly? Yeah. Well, you weren't around him as much. No. But he was, imagine lawman times 10. Really? Dude, one time we were riding around the square with him in high school, drinking. And any time we were drinking and he was in the vehicle with us, he and he was the one that had, you know, he lived about literally 300 yards from the high school. Mm-hmm. And he would turn on his radar detector to drive from his house to the high school in the morning because he was afraid of getting pulled over by the cops. I was like, you don't even have beer in the car. You're not speeding. What are you so worried about the cops for? He was like, my dad will kill me. My dad will kill me. He was always scared of his, so scared of his dad. Right. And so scared of getting involved with the cops. Anytime we had beer around us, which was all the time in high school. Right. And he would still be around us. But, but so he didn't ner- drink at all, did a he? A little bit, did but he? not a lot. But so nervous, so we'd have him drive. So mm-hmm. now he's like extra scared. Like, well, I'm going to be the one driving. I'm going to be in trouble. He was so scared, it literally almost ruined our high. Right. Like, so one, more, on more than one occasion, but on one occasion it's specifically i remember we're doing the drag drunk as shit we've been driving around with like me him and a couple chicks they had gotten out so now it was just me and him and it was late it was like one Mm o'clock you know you're driving around square one o'clock the cops are gonna pull you over exactly we're in my truck we had just gone not to cross the river we went to the big time liquor store oh where you get the fried fish wow and loaded up on the hard liquor damn and we had a shitload of it how the hell did you get that well that's a lot. He, his older brother, fake ID. Oh, so okay. we we had a bunch of it behind the seat of my truck. I had him driving because he was sober. I was fucked up, but I still had more better state of mind than him as mm-hmm. far as worried about the cops. 
we're driving around the square. Do the drag, drive right past that famous gas station. Mm-hmm. Cop pulls up behind us. Uh-oh. Throws him lights on. He literally almost has a heart attack and is shitting himself. Pulls into what used to be the DQ. Mm-hmm. And I'm, now I'm not even as worried about the cops as I am as him. I'm like, just chill, just chill. Just, he's like, we got all this fucking liquor behind the seat. We got, we're not drinking. We don't have any visible. There's no open container. Mm-hmm. We were going to go to a party. It's behind the seat. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's behind the seat of the truck. Single cab truck, right? Mm-hmm. But it's leaned up behind the seat in a paper bag, not opened. Right. And I'm like, dude, just, just calm, just calm. He's fucking flipping out. I mean, I've been around him before when cops just pass us, <laughs> not even pull us over and he's hyperventilating. Uh, he is flipping out. We pull into the thing and I'm like, dude, just, just be calm. It'll be fine. Just be calm. I'm just kind of sitting there. Just be calm. We stop the truck. The cop pulls behind. I'm like, just be calm. Be calm. Before I can even say anything else, he gets out of the truck. Oh, shit. I look out in my river. He's out of the truck, and he is walking back towards the officer like this. We ain't doing nothing wrong. <laughs> we ain't doing... I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, He's shit. like, we ain't doing... And he knows the cop, right? right? We all know the cops. He's got his literal hands in the air. <laughs> like he's been chasing us from a bank robbery, right? This cop... And the cop didn't even like throw the whole red and blues on. He just gave a little, you know, right. pull over. Like, what are y'all doing out at one o'clock? Right. Kind of thing. Which cop was it? Do you remember? It was, uh, uh, dude that was homoerotic dude that took okay. a skiing all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ha- you know. Now, wait a minute. There's no took us skiing. He never took me skiing. Never took me anywhere. Took, took us skiing a few times. I me and the lawman and the other lawman took a skiing a few times. I went tubing with him before. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. We did a little tubing, yeah. you know. I don't, he, I, he got me out of going to jail. There you go. Did yeah. a little tubing. Yeah. So, and you know how he was. Well, I guess it's worth it then. Yeah, out right. of all the cops that could pull you over at 1 a.m., he's the one you want, right? Exactly. He could be totally cool. Yeah. We hadn't done any tubing at this point, but I felt like it was still, we could work right, our way out of right. this. He doesn't even give the full red and blues on. He just gives a little boop, pull right. us over. I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's him, but I'm like, it's not a hypo or anything, so we got right. a chance. Right. Pulls us over. This son of a bitch <laughs> run, gets out of the truck with his hands up like fucking Bonnie and Clyde, and he's shaking his hands like this, and he's saying, the cop has not even gotten out of the car yet. And I look back. I look over my shoulder. And I mean, I'm saucer-eyed. He's yelling, we ain't done nothing. We ain't done nothing. I'm like. I am like. If there would have been a handful of pennies in the truck, I'd have swallowed them like I did on that other story I told you about. I, I'm in shock now. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, he's, he's out there. He's just. We ain't done nothing wrong. We... I mean, uh, so now I'm in terror because now we're fucked. Right. Terror at what he's doing and terror at what cop is going to get out of the cop car. Right. I see which cop it is that gets out. It gives me a little bit of breather, but I'm like, even that can't save us now. Right. So you done pulled a fool. Yeah. And I mean, I swear to you, I I could not make this shit up. He's like. We ain't done nothing wrong. We ain't done nothing wrong. Cop gets out. He sees who the cop is, and he's like, "We got some liquor behind the seat. We ain't drinking it." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was like, 
and get in the back of the car. I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, you just told a police officer. Like, we got the stuff. Like, first of all, this officer, y'all know this officer. It ain't like, if we're like obviously crazy drunk, which my friend is not. It's not like he was driving drunk or anything like that. He is not the cop that is going to search through the truck. Right. Right. What he's going to do is walk up there, ask us what we're doing, what we're doing at 1 a.m. Right. And if we tell him, oh, I'm sorry, we're on our way to what, what, and then as long as we could talk to him reasonably and not like falling down drunk, right. it's over. Right. But fuck that. That's <laughs> over. Because my friend, my friend is already, he's walked out jazz hands up in the air like we fucking killed somebody. And then he has just told him exactly what's going on. He said, we got some liquors behind the seat. <laughs> he told him exactly where, not only did he tell him, but we have it in the truck. Which, first of all, my truck, right. not his vehicle. Right. Not only that we have liquor in the seat, just go ahead and tell him where exactly where it fucking is. Right. Right. We got some liquor, we got some liquors behind the seat. We ain't drinking it. I and so now I'm I'm beyond like I'm so now this is so, become so surreal I'm not even I'm past scared right but now this is like I cannot believe that like this would have been the one person in our whole friend group that I would have thought if any idiot was going to do this it would have been him but not even he would do this right right, right. but I'm like he did it this is this, this, right. he just did this we couldn't make this shit up I, I'm just so now I'm just sitting there like. Eyes wide open, in total shock. <laughs> All that can go through my mind now is like, we have given this guy no option now but to take us to jail. Right. Like, I, I mean, he, he can't even, I mean, thank God there's no body cams. Otherwise, I mean, there was no... You, no getting out of there it. There was no chance of like, even if he wanted to be cool, he... My friend has removed any opportunity for him to be cool. Right. Because he's basically just walked into the police station. Look, I killed a motherfucker right away. Right. Laying on the steps out there. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm, so now I'm just sitting there. I mean, I'm in total shock. I can't believe what my friend has done. And I'm just waiting. You know, I'm just like, anything else you want to tell him? Like, anything else you want to tell him? Like, any other shit we've done that he doesn't know about that you want to tell him about? You know, it's like in the Goonies when Chunk starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chunk. Yeah, Chunk. When the bad guys catch him. <laughs> Exactly. It's exactly like that. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? So I'm just sitting there in total shock, and I'm like, fucking going to jail. Like, and so now it's starting to go through my mind. Like, I'm gonna have to call my dad. I'm gonna have to, like this has now become a situation. And now I'm getting really angry at my friend. Right. You know, I'm like, how stupid do you have? You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm. It's surreal. I'm in shock. I'm angry. All these emotions are going on. And I'm just sitting there. Now I'm just sitting there waiting to take my medicine. You know, I'm like, I mean, we got no chance of getting out of this now. Now this is like you've taken this to there's no other option or other than the worst possible scenario. Right. My friend is just freaking out. He's yelling. He is <gasps> yelling at this cop. He's yelling. We didn't do nothing. He's yelling. We got liquor in the truck. It's behind the seat. You know, if you want to know where it is. The cop is having to calm him down. <laughs> He's like, what? You know, what was going on? Cop, talk to my friend for just a second. Cop walks 
past my friend. My friend is still back there at the car. I wouldn't have been surprised if he'd have just gone ahead and leaned over and put his hands behind his back. <laughs> he's up there at the car and he's still just talking to himself. Like I, I knew, I knew we should have done this. We shouldn't have gone to get this liquor. I told him I didn't want to drive, but I'm just like, dude, you, you can stop at any time now. Like, uh. Cop walks past him. My buddy's still at the car, talking out loud, continuing to say, you know, like, incriminating, incriminating shit. shit. Like just stop, please. Cop walks past him, walks up to the truck. And now, you know, I've seen which cop it is. I've had interactions with him before. It's gone fine, but fuck, I mean, now, I mean, totally, you know, before when I saw him, I didn't tell him, hey, I'm breaking the law. You should take me to jail. Right. So, walks up to the truck. I'm literally just sitting there because I'd been looking back and watching it all. And then once I got a clear indication of what was going on, <laughs> I just I turned my head. I'm just sitting in the passenger seat, seat of my own truck, looking straight ahead, and just like motherfucker. Yeah, so and I was just like pissed. Now it's turning into sadness. <laughs> I'm just like, and I'm I'm drunk, but I I mean. I got that cop sober on now. Right. Now I'm like, shit. Sitting there, sad, angry, surreal, astonished, dumbfounded, every emotion, right? No joy. But so I'm just sitting there looking straight ahead. He walks up, walks up to the truck. I don't even turn my head at first because I'm so in the moment. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, fuck. Walks all the way up to the truck, walks up to the driver's side, windows down. So my buddy, he'd already rolled down the window, of course. Right. I'm thinking, don't say anything. Don't. I didn't know he was going to jump out of the fucking truck. <laughs> walks up to the truck, sticks his head in the window, says my name. You know, he's like, Ty, <laughs> you know, what's going on tonight? You know, and I, I'm just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, 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 there's usually, you know me, usually 99 times out of 100, I'd start working my game, right? right? Working my, working my game, chat him up, let's fucking have a laugh, let's go through this. All that shit is gone. <laughs> I literally, he's like, what's, you know, what's going on tonight, Mr., Mr. Webb? You know? And I, I just said, I don't even know, man. I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Your buddy back here tells me. <laughs> as soon as he said, your buddy back here tells me, I know what's coming next, right? Your buddy back here is telling me, y'all got some liquor in the truck, you know? And I, I'm not looking at him. He's probably got a little, little smirk, you know, right. a little laugh. He's probably getting, looking back, he, this is probably the best fucking night he's oh, ever had. Oh, I bet he loves it. He is I bet having, he's still telling the story. He's having the time. It, this, he thinks this is funny as shit, but right. I don't know that because right. I'm in my head now. I, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't even know, man. He's like, your buddy back here tells me you got, you boys got some liquor in the truck. Tells me you got it behind the seat, matter of fact, <laughs> in a paper bag. <laughs> he's having a fucking great time with this, right? <laughs> I'm still just like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> he stands there for a minute, silent. He's, I'm sure he's laughing his ass off right. on the inside, maybe on the outside. I never even, I never look. I never make eye contact. I can't do it. I'm just straight ahead 
Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I fucking don't know. Stands there, silent. It felt like about 10 minutes. It was probably 25 seconds, right? right? All I can hear in the distance is my fucking buddy is still back there talking to himself out loud. And I can hear it murmuring in the distance. Like, Mom, I, t- I told him I didn't want to go get that liquor. I damn sure didn't want to drive. Not even my trend. You know, he's just didn't. And I'm just sitting there in silence. Cop standing there in silence. Finally, after what feels like 25 minutes, probably 18 seconds, he said, Mr. Webb. Y'all gonna have to bleep that. Sorry. He's like, How about you boys just head on home? Oh my gosh. I'm like, I. It doesn't even register with me at first mm-hmm. because in my mind there was no option. The option of this ending well ended the moment my dumb fucking friend ran out. <laughs> ran out of I the truck. I pictures of skinny ass doing that. Ran out of the truck before he yelling. Ran out of the truck. And I, it didn't even register that this could end up going okay. And, I was, and I, I'm still, my only response is just to continue to say, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. And he said, you know, Mr. Webb, why don't you boys just head it on home, head it on to the house? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he walks off to the truck, walk away from the truck, walks back there to my friend. I kid you not, he is having to calm my friend down. Like, he's like, he's telling my friend, so now he communicates to my buddy, like, why, why don't you boys just head on to the house? Which would be all you'd need to hear right. if you were a normal fucking person. <laughs> but my friend is still like, man, I, I don't know, like, we, we're not supposed to have liquor in the truck. It's, we, it's, we got, I, I'm just like, I can't even speak at this point. And it's going through my mind like, now it's starting to register like we're going to get to go home. And I'm like, if this mother, now we've gotten the get out of jail free card that we never should have had. Right. If this son of a bitch talks us back into jail, I'm going to kill him. Thank God for this cop. He is talking, my friend. Look, not, no, I, I talking talk, him off the ledge. Yeah. I, I, I talked to Mr. Webb. I understand the situation. You boys need to just head it on home. Call, finally gets my friend halfway calmed down to the point that my friend's willing to get in the truck so he can leave. My friend gets <laughs> he gets back into the truck. I shit you not. He gets into the truck, shuts the door, turns to me and says, Can you believe this shit? <laughs> I'm like, I can't even respond. Like, I want to just rip his throat out. He's like, can you believe we got, we're going to get to go home? Like, you know how, and then he's, he's telling me, do you know how close a call that was? We got beer and liquor in here. I was like, yeah. You know how he knows we got it in here? I'm, it's not until about halfway to the drive home that I, have calmed myself enough to launch into him. Right. So now I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, what made you think it was a good idea to jump out of the truck, waving your hands in the air, 
and telling him we hadn't done anything wrong, which, by the way, is the first sign that you have done something wrong, <laughs> and then to explicitly tell him we have liquor behind the seat. Oh. He's like, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I just I, th- I thought like we were we'd been caught. I'm like we hadn't been caught. Like we had been pulled over. We had been caught when you ran your ass out of the truck. I was mad at him about that for a year. I told the lawman. I told all of our other friends. I told our turtleneck hippie, I mean preppy friend about it. We we did not let him live that story down for the next three or four years. Oh, shit. Like any time we'd be driving down the road and pass a cop, be like, "Hey, stay in the car. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 pull up to a stop sign because track man is going to jump out of the car, tell him we got liquor." And, I mean, it, oh. he never lived that down. Which I think you both agree he never should have. No. no. We should have gone to jail. I can't believe we're just not hearing this. We should have gone to jail. (laughs) And what's funny is the thing that he was most scared of, which was going to jail and having to call his authoritarian daddy up and tell him that he'd been gone to jail, he would have created that whole situation himself. Yeah, absolutely. I've never even heard of, I've never, I've definitely never seen it again. I've never heard of somebody that wasn't like running from the law after doing something major Jumping out of a vehicle and running towards the cops with their hands up. Uh, I was like, you're lucky that wasn't a hypo. He probably shot your ass. Right. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, y'all Oh. Yeah, no. We'd have gotten charged with eight counts or something. Stupidity should have been one it's, of It's probably the most, and I've been in a lot of situations where I've been dumbfounded. It's Maybe the most dumbfounded I've ever been in my entire life. When I, he jumped out of that truck so fast, I didn't know what he was doing. And I look over my left shoulder, and he's just, we ain't done nothing wrong! <laughs> that, that's the first level of dumbfounded. Uh, and then the follow-up is, we got liquor behind the seat! It's in the paper sack! <laughs> but we had not drink it. <laughs> I'm just fucking, just, uh, I can't, I can't. I can't. I, I, Every small town needs a cop on the force like that one. Yeah, cause because he, man, you because, talk about do you a solid. Yeah. And he would, yeah, he, he did his job right, I think. And I think he might have molested a few people, but, but other than the molestations. <laughs> That that part aside, that wasn't part of this, but that right. part aside, he, he did us right that yeah, night. Right. He did some other people he, wrong he, other night, he let that night and, he did us right. He let me and Shmoo go one night when... Oh, was this the night before Shmoo's... Yes, that's a great story. Oh, is this the one where the... Is this the, the military situation? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we definitely should have... Y'all did not Gone belong. That night. Y'all did not belong out. <laughs> and I'll never forget him looking at the third friend in the group, who was the youngest one, who was wasted too. And a cool cop looks at him, and after the dick cop has threatened to haul us into jail, he's already called for the. This is in the days when you had to call DPS to bring out the breathalyzer, because city cops didn't carry a breathalyzer; they were right. too expensive. That call had already been put in, and uh cool cop looks at us, 
and says, well, Jake, I think you're the soberest. Why don't you? <laughs> y'all, Amazing. You, you're driving. Amazing. I'm following y'all back to the house, and if this truck leaves the driveway tonight, I'm hunting you down, and you're going to jail. And by soberest, he meant three times over the legal limit. Oh, yeah. That, and I won't tell it now because it's another long story, but remind me that the only other time I've had a situation to where I knew for sure I was about to go to jail was a time, a similar situation when I went to see the lawman in college. Mm-hmm. When I was going to a different college, he was going to another college. Mm-hmm. I went to visit him and we had a crazy ass night to where I'll tell you all the story on another episode. But we had two sheriff's deputies come out there, one of which was a straight, you sons of bitches are going to jail, and another sheriff's deputy shows up and literally saved us from going to jail. Right. And I, that's the only other time, other than the last episode, where I almost shit my pants, (laughs) because, and the story is really funny of what happened and what the officer saw us doing, and we didn't know the officer could see us. But I was so scared. And now lay on top of that, the lawman is with me. And now the lawman who's going to college in this town and playing athletics for this university and has all this stuff riding on the line mm-hmm. has just been told, you're going to jail, son. Right. And and your coach is going to know it. Everybody. And he's a, uh, what was his major? Criminology or yeah, whatever they call justice. it. criminal justice. Criminal justice, yeah. And he, I mean, this is the future lawman. Right. And you know, that's right. And you know how nervous he is just in general. No. Imagine how nervous he was when we're standing on this dirt road and this sheriff has told him, you're going to jail tonight. Right. And your coach is going to know about it. Imagine how, what he was like at that point. And I'll uh, tell the story on another time. I'm just going to leave right. it at that. I'll tell the whole story another time. I've talked enough tonight, but that is a good story too. I bet. Not quite as good as the dude running out of the truck, but it's good. Wow. <laughs> when I get this edited, we're going to be over an hour and a half. That's good. Sorry. People like the long... Well, Sorry. I know. I, I can't, I can't tell a story without doing too much. No, that's all right. Like H.R. Puff stuff, you can't do a little because you can't do enough. Uh, this may go down as the greatest tie story episode. I, I think so. Well, that's, that's, that's a low bar, but I'll take it. There's, there's some great ties. That, that's one of the best stories I've heard in a long, long Maybe time. Maybe we can break this into two. Love I, I, I think it'll cops. I think it'll lose its gusto if you break it up. <laughs> it flows unexpectedly. Yeah, how do we even get to talking about cops? I don't know. Oh, nerd. The only other person that nervous. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's that and, and I, I, I was thinking I had never, I never told y'all that story, even no, off air. That's freaking funny as hell. It's definitely one of the top ten most memorable stories of my life. <laughs> Ah, great episode. Maybe top 20. Great episode. All right. I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Hey, kid. I want you to spill your guts. Tell us everything. 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 Okay, I'll talk. In third grade, I cheated on my history exam. In fourth grade, I stole my Uncle Max's toupee and I glued it on my face when I played Moses in my Hebrew school play. In fifth grade, I knocked my sister 80 down the stairs and I blamed it on the... T- my mom sent me 
to a little summer camp for fat kids. And then was third lunch, I got sucked, and I bigged out, and they kicked me out. But the worst thing I ever done, I mixed up all this fake puke at home, and then I went to this movie theater, hid the puke in my jacket, climbed up to the balcony, and then, then I made a noise like this. And then I dumped it over the side. Oh, and all the people in the audience, then, then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. I never felt so bad in my entire life. Hi. Can I help you? Yeah, can I have a dozen red roses, please? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Here you go. That's me. How much is it? It'll be $18. Here you go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.